0: Healthcare workers strike and join unions across California. Attempts to repeal South Carolina's Certificate of Need Law stalls out. And the loss of pandemic aid hurts safety net hospitals. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Wednesday, May 11th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in about 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. A new week, a new group of healthcare workers strike in California. This week, it's nursing assistants, techs, environmental services, and food workers at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. The workers are a part of the Service Employees International Union United Healthcare Workers West, which represents about 14% of Cedars' employees. The union says it's striking over low wages and concerns related to provider and patient safety, including adequate PPE reserves and infection control measures. Cedars refuted claims of care quality, decreasing and says that it has offered workers a 16% pay increase over three years. In Northern California, 5,000 nurses reached an agreement with Stanford Health after five days of striking for consistent salary increases over the next three years, additional vacation time, staffing levels, and faster responses to workplace violence. And last month, 8,000 Sutter Health nurses and other healthcare workers who've been in contract negotiations held a one day strike, demanding better staffing levels and other health and safety standards. Also this month, resident and fellow physicians at Stanford and the University of Southern California's Keck School of Medicine in L.A. voted to join the Committee of Interns and Residents, a chapter of the SEIU union. Labor actions have been increasing across all industries. The National Labor Relations Board reports that union election petitions are up 57 percent between October and March as compared with the first half of fiscal year 2021. And there were 225 work stoppages in 2021, according to Cornell School for Industrial and Labor Relations. Efforts to repeal South Carolina's Certificate of Need Law for healthcare facilities have stalled out in the state legislature. It looked like lawmakers were poised to do away with the requirement that organizations obtain state approval to build or expand a variety of healthcare facilities, including hospitals, ambulatory surgery centers, and nursing homes, as well as acquiring medical equipment that costs more than $1.5 million, like MRI machines. A state lawmaker told Charleston newspaper The Post and Courier that while there was support for reforming the law this session, lawmakers couldn't reach a compromise, and the plan is to try again next session. Supporters of con laws, like hospital associations, say they help control healthcare care costs by protecting against duplicative services. But critics say they have the opposite effect, protecting incumbents from competition and keeping health care prices high. At least 35 states and Washington, D.C. have certificate of need laws in place for hospitals, outpatient facilities, and or long-term care facilities, though some have been suspended during the pandemic. The laws were originally required for all states by the federal government back in the 1970s, but in recent years, some states have modified or scaled back their CON laws. For example, Florida and Montana significantly scaled back their CON rules for most healthcare care facilities, including hospitals, though they still apply to long-term care facilities. As we reported yesterday, rising labor, supply, and drug costs, combined with sluggish inpatient volume return during the first quarter, is putting significant pressure on hospital margins. Large systems like Kaiser Permanente and Ascension recorded hundreds of millions of dollars in losses last quarter. And they're not alone. According to a recent American Hospital Association report, more than a third of hospitals are now operating with negative margins. Many of these hospitals have some cushion, like a high number of days' cash on hand and sizable investment portfolios. But that's not the case for most safety net facilities. They're facing the same headwinds of rising costs, cuts in 340B drug discounts, as well as a drop in federal COVID funding. The pandemic-era funds provided some relief by reimbursing these facilities to care for uninsured COVID patients. And they were also aided by states pausing their Medicaid eligibility checks. The situation is particularly problematic for safety net facilities in states that haven't expanded Medicaid, like Nashville General Hospital in Tennessee. Hospital representatives told The New York Times that they worry about being able to find money to retain and hire enough staff to care for increased numbers of sicker patients who are now coming back for delayed care. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, shares of GoodRx tumbled almost 26% on Tuesday after the company revealed an unnamed grocery chain would stop accepting the company's discounts, which is estimated to cost GoodRx $30 million in revenue next quarter. The overall healthcare sector was up a third of a percentage point. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?